We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. Sometimes you see when the Spirit of God's moving, you know, you know, the Word of God teaches us that water is a type of the Holy Ghost. Doesn't the Bible teach that? I said, doesn't the Bible teach that? Now, when it comes to the new birth, because there is the work of the Spirit of God, it's the Holy Spirit that recreates your spirit and imparts eternal life unto your spirit through the Word of God. And so the water Jesus and I give you will be in you, a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Hallelujah. Well of water. Well, water's in the well. Glory to God. But Jesus said, the last day of the feast, he stood and cried and said, Ho, everyone is a thirst. Let him come unto me and drink. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 3. And there's something else I, I know in my spirit the Lord wants me to emphasize. So we, we was right there in that 19th verse of this 5th chapter of John. Now, let's go back and read again. I know we've read this before, but I want to emphasize something here. You see, uh, let's just start in with the first verse of this 5th chapter again. Uh, after this, this is the first verse of the 5th chapter of John's Gospel. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Beth Esda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, a blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Now, you see, I want you to notice now that uh, that this actually happened. Somebody asked me one time, I said, what do you think about that? Well, I said, I don't think anything about it. This fellow told me, he said, oh, you're bound to have some thought, uh, talking about this scripture here, read it to me. He said, what do you think about it? Read just where I read right down there and stuff. I said, well, I don't think anything. Oh, you're bound to. No, I said, no, well, he said, you're bound to. You, you think it happened, didn't I? I said, no, I don't think anything about it at all. I just know it happened by the Bible said it happened. I don't have any thoughts on it. I mean, that's what the Bible said happened, so that's what happened. Now, that uh, reveals this fact to us. You see, now, Jesus is not inv involved on this healing. God, in his own right of divine sovereignty, just initiates some, some things on his own sometimes in the areas of healing. But that's not God's best. Jesus came along. Here's one fellow that couldn't get in on that, but got healed. Jesus came along. It says, a certain man was there which had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lie, he knew he had been now a long time in that case. Well, now, how'd Jesus know? We'd say in that condition. How'd Jesus know the fellow had been a long time in that condition? By revelation of the Spirit of God, we call it the word of knowledge. It's revealed to him, in other words. So he said to him, Will I be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the pool. But while I'm coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, took up his bed and walked, and on the same day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said unto him that was cured, It is the Sabbath day, it's not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. He answered them, He that made me whole, the same said unto me, Take up thy bed and walk. Then asked they him, What man is that which said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? And he that was healed wist not who it was. 
Now again, he didn't know who it was that healed him. Now notice, for Jesus had conveyed himself away a multitude being in that place. In other words, this one man out of five porches full, this one man got healed and Jesus just left him. Why didn't he heal somebody else? Why didn't he heal all of them? Well, you see, in one area of ministering healing, when you're ministering with what we call gifts of the Spirit, the manifestation of those gifts only happen or come as the Spirit wills. So he could only minister the one that the Spirit directed him to. Are you listening? Well, that's one area of healing. It's not the only one, only one method. It's not the only method, but it is one way or one method. And, and that's the reason you'll see sometimes the same thing happen in multitudes, crowds. The, the speaker, you know, the Spirit of God will speak to him sometimes. Sometimes he'll, he'll minister different ways. I've had the Spirit of God just point people out to me, you know. And I didn't know him, never seen him before in my life, you know. But I, I, my eyes fastened on him. The Spirit of God said, that man right there, tell me what's wrong with him. And I and tell him, and the Spirit would say to me, you tell him that I told you, I knew it was the Lord by the Spirit. Sometimes he'll tell me just to, just to tell him, don't lay hands on him, don't touch him, just tell him he's healed. And I've told them, they've examined themselves. In fact, in fact, I've had the Lord to point people out to me and say, now sometimes you'll have him tell, he'll tell you sometimes, tell him come down and lay your hands on him. But uh, oftentimes I've had him also said, see that man right there? And I'd look back and see him. Now that man's a sinner man. They've been saved his life. But he has a hernia or a rupture. And uh, I want you to tell him he's healed. And so... Uh, I pointed to the fellow, you know, and sometimes folks around said, you told me, no, no, that man right behind you there. See, I didn't know him. And he said, uh, me? Yeah. I've had this happen more than once. I said, yeah, stand up. He stood up. I said, stand out now. I said, the Lord shows me you're a sinner. Well, I said, you're right so far. He shows me you have a hernia or a double rupture. Now, I have had, he said, come lay hands on. But again, I said, again, the, the man said, well, you're right again. I said, the Lord told me to tell you to heal. Without thinking, he sort of, you know, started to examine himself. And then just looks so startled. He said, it's gone. It's gone. Well, that's what the Lord said. <laughs> Praise God. I was preaching out a full gospel convention in Phoenix, Arizona. 1965. January 1965. And, uh. I was teaching an afternoon on faith. And so I was just teaching away. You know, it was just a Bible lesson on subject faith. Not having a laying on a hand service, not praying for anybody, just teaching, that's all, just teaching. And so the word of the Lord came unto me saying, there was a person that was blind, totally blind, their right eye was just healed. So I just spoke that out. Well, now, there's a lady sitting here, right, like these fellows are here, and there's one lady there on the front pew. And so when I said that, and you're right, I instantly, she'd, whoa, it's me, me. <laughs> and she could see, she is totally blind. Now, not only that, at the same time, there were four other people that are totally blind. Their right eye always instantly healed. Sometimes, you see, when the Spirit of God's moving, you know, you know, the Word of God teaches us that water is a type of the Holy Ghost. Don't the Bible teach that? I said, doesn't the Bible teach that? Now, when it comes to the new birth, because there is the work of the Spirit of God, it's the Holy Spirit that recreates your spirit 
and imparts eternal life unto your spirit through the word of God. And so the water Jesus said, I give you will be in you, a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Hallelujah. Well of water. Well, water's in the well. Glory to God. But Jesus said, the last day of the feast, he stood and cried and said, Ho, everyone who's a thirst, let him come unto me and drink. John 7, 37 through 39. For he that believeth on me, as the scripture said, out of his belly, or innermost being, shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, there is a work of the Holy Ghost in your life in the new birth, a well of water springing up to everlasting life. But there is an experience of being baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, whereby rivers, not one river, rivers of living water flow out of you to help and bless others. The water in you is just for your own benefit. But the water flowing out of you is for the benefit of others. But the point I wanted to make was this, that Jesus teaching about the Holy Ghost said, but this spake he of the Holy Spirit, which they believed on him should receive for us. Yet the Holy Ghost not given because Jesus not yet glorified. Now, I want you to notice this, that the rivers are flowing. Did you notice out of your innermost being? It's a flow, 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 flow. Did you ever see a flowing river? You have, haven't you? Well, you see, the thing about it is, just because one man got into that flow and, and, and went down the river, everybody that gets in will go with it. So you see, the Spirit of God said there's a person with a blind eye, but the rest of the people realize and recognize the flowing of the river, and they just got in too and went with it. And if you'll do that when the Spirit's are flowing in a certain direction, just get with it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen. Praise the Lord. Now, now, you see, here, here was uh, here, this lady. Well, I went right on back to teaching. In that same meeting, they, uh, they, they, they brought a fellow in. I saw him when he came in. Now, now the man had crutches. But he couldn't move along by himself. There was a fellow with him. A man helping him. Holding him up. Him trying to motivate on those crutches. Every seat's taken. There's no place for him to sit down in the back. Somebody down at the front over to the side like these, some seats here, but there was just one, one, one little, well, there's just some chairs, no, no bench, some chairs over there to the side of the little platform, like, because we was in this room, you know, in a, in a motel. And so, uh, they bring him down now. Now that room, you see, where we were having this class wasn't really any bigger than this room. Possibly a little deeper, not quite as wide, but probably square feet wise, about the same. And so one or two of the ushers got up to help this fellow because I'll tell you, it looked like all, I'm still trying to teach and they're trying to come down the aisle there. They're about halfway down. It just, you know, it looked like it took them 30 minutes to get halfway down the aisle. So two of the ushers got up and the three men just sort of got a hold of that fellow and just virtually carried him. I mean, standing up, just sort of carried him down there and helped him. He can't sit down by himself. Finally helped him sit down in this chair. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Love, Faith's Firm Foundation. 
Also in this package is the book from Lynette Hagen entitled Talk to Me, Connecting with the Heart of God. Also in the offer is Craig Hagen's CD entitled Just Believe. And finally, Denise Hagen Burns CD entitled Holy Spirit, the Ultimate Best Friend. You can get all this for the price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Winter Bible Seminar and Homecoming. That's February the 19th through the 24th. Sunday night through Friday night. Oh, yes. It's an awesome time. And we've got 8.30 sessions, 9.30 sessions, 10.30 sessions, and the evening session at 7 p.m. Yes. Hey, you want to be here and and be a part of it, you can go to rhema.org right now slash WPBS, and you can... Register right online, right there. Yes. Get all the information that you need. And you know, the Holy Spirit just shows up in an unusual way oh, yeah. during it's, it's, the seminar. And it's a great time of fellowship, That's especially right. for the Rhema grads. Mm-hmm. And actually, you that are maybe haven't been Rhema grads, but you support the ministry yes. and you follow this ministry, you're as much a part of it as any of the rest of us. So come on down here and uh, and enjoy the week with us. That's Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 3. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.